listening to the Art of Fulfillment podcast. We interview the world's most fulfilled people to share with you the strategies, techniques, and ideas that can help you master your own art of fulfillment. Life isn't about external success. It's all about fulfillment. Or in other words, how you feel about yourself when you are by yourself. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Art of Fulfillment podcast. It's your host, Joe Corsione here, and then your other host, Ryan Wilson, both matching Spartan shirts today, and he came up with this awesome fucking topic that we're going to talk about today. So props big to topic, him. Baby. Can't big wait. topic, big topic. But uh, first of all, before we talk about the topic, Ryan, how the hell are you doing, man? I am doing excellent, Joe. Just just had a long day of getting in a lot of good work, and I, I'm, I'm feeling great. How are you? I'm fucking fantastic, dude. I'm, I'm, every time I talk with you, man, I get pumped. And, uh, dude, I'm excited, man. I love these podcasts. Dude, these are great, man. These are the best performing episodes, too. Like, it's, uh, I love it. I fucking love it. And, uh, yeah, but Ryan suggested today's topic, and I, I'm really glad he did because it's such an important topic to fulfillment. Um, not even just from like a biochemical way which it 100% is but also from a mindset perspective as well and it really leads to fulfillment and you know I think it's something that I think we can all agree on that we share in common is that we fucking eat and what we eat definitely matters not just to our health physically but our mental health as well and so yeah so I mean let's just get right into it like Ryan why did you suggest this topic for the art of fulfillment and why do you think it's it's so important to talk about diet when you're trying to create a meaningful life for yourself well see like you eat every day right i mean maybe if maybe if you're doing a really long fast you won't eat for that day but um you're eating every single day and it's one of our main basic biological needs so if you if, if you're eating foods you know five six times a week that that you or five five or six days of the week that you just don't like at all that's not that's going to make you unhappy that's not going to lead to fulfillment that's going to make you feel uh, way too regimented. You're going to feel uncomfortable with what you're eating. It's just, you should look forward to eating food. You should, you should be enjoying your diet. You're going to be consuming these foods every day. Your diet is a massive, massive part of your life. And what you put in your body, it's what you get out, right? So if you put good foods in your body, you're going to get good use out of your body. You're going to feel good. You're going to pre- uh, perform well. And uh, just the, the, the more on top of your diet you are, the, the, the more fulfilled you're going to be. You know, that, that's just the way I see it. For sure, man. Dude, I, I couldn't have said it any better myself. It's, it, it leads to so much more like production of good feelings within your body. Like literally like what you eat. That's, that's a good way to describe it. That's a great way to describe it. Right. Um, it, it, it's, it's not like, you know, it's not going to give you long lasting fulfillment in that aspect, but it definitely makes your body feel good and, and is one of those major stepping stones to just have, living a fulfilled life. You know, if you eat like shit, it's not going to happen. You know what I'm saying? 100%. So anyway, um, th- there's like a couple, there's a couple, di- I've actually gone through a lot of different diets. Uh, like I'm a trainer myself. I- I've experimented with various diets from intermittent fasting, uh, keto, vegan, Mediterranean, all sorts of stuff like that, yeah. uh, which we'll get into a little bit later. But yeah. um, before I get it, before we get into that though, I just want to add just something super quick in-, in there, which I think is worth mentioning is like, you you said a really good point. Like in terms of like, if you feel good, like you are going to have more energy in your life to do the things that fulfill you. And a lot of the times, one of the reasons why people don't kind of go for the things that fulfill them in life, whether it's a big goal, starting up a side hustle, like getting out of that job is because they don't have the energy to do so. 
And, and literally one of the things that inhibits great energy is not just a great mindset. Like, yeah, that's a piece of it, but you need to eat well. You need to fuel your body well in order to have the energy that's actually going to push you through to do the things that fulfill you to have that. If you're drinking Coke all day, exactly. Exactly. Right. If you're drinking Coke all day, you're going to be foggy. You're not, you're going to be foggy minded. Uh, You're not going to be able to perform well. You're going to feel like shit. Your, your digestive system is going to be messed up it does not put you in the right direction. Yeah, so it, do- yeah it doesn't. No, it doesn't. And, and it's funny because, I, and I say this a lot because, you know, I was on Adderall and one of the things that actually really, or, and when I say I was on Adderall, I was addicted to it for like 10 plus years, taking it every day. And whenever I didn't take it, I would feel like shit. One of the main things that helped me to get off of it was yes, of course, I had to change my mindset and my beliefs and my perceptions. That was a big thing too. But before I even did that, I changed my fucking diet and it radically changed the way that Big I think time. it changed the way that I felt it enhanced my ability to focus. And I just felt good. And that allowed me to go like feel better in sobriety as if I didn't do it before. And if I was eating the same shitty way that I always did. So like, I always say like, you know, if, if someone's really, really struggling mentally, like I always said, there's three areas to look at, like that you have to assess. Number one, your mindset, of course, first and foremost, but also just as important, are you exercising and are you eating well? Like I guarantee if you're feeling fucked up in the head, one of those three things are, are out of line, like no questions asked. And so we're going to focus, obviously we focus on mindset a lot in here, but we're going to focus on the diet today. And uh, yeah, no, I just wanted to just establish that and just, and, and give people like, you know, that, that reason, if you're looking for the energy, it's not the motivation you're looking for. It's just some tweaks in your fucking diet and like not diet in the sense of being restrictive and holding yourself back and beating yourself up when you have, like when you fuck off every once in a while, like we're going to go through all that and how to combat that. And so anyways, didn't mean to, to cut you off so rudely there, but you, you, you got the mic again, go, go into it. No, 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 totally. So, I mean, uh, as far as, as far as my diet, um, I like to, like I said, I've done, I've done numerous sites we're about to get into. Um, the diet that I like to stick to is the diet that relates to my goals. Mm-hmm. So, um, and what relates to what makes me feel good personally, what I've experimented with over the years that, that produces the best results for my own person, which is what everybody should aim for in their own diet. Right. So, um, like what I do is, is, is pretty much a Mediterranean paleo, um, based flexible diet so by, by flexible diet i mean that you're not eating str- on, on a strict regimen you're not counting your macros uh there's never going to be a time where i'm plugging in shit on my fitness pal it just doesn't work like that that's not how i like to live i like to eat intuitively you know there's there's 72 calories in an average egg right so you can just kind of count that up you have three eggs piece of toast you're looking at just under 400 calories that's how i like to eat but um uh anyway um like i said flexible dieting so uh, in terms of that, the way that I tell my clients to eat, the way that I like to eat is you're basing your meals on a, a spectrum. So what I call the 75-25 rule. So 75% of your diet should be um, that chicken, that rice, that olive oil, those beans, fruits, veggies, all that healthy stuff. Um, 20% of that, so you know, a couple times a week, a few times a week. Um, should be, uh, pasta, carbs, um, maybe that glass of wine at night, things like that. Uh, and then that 5% of the, are those true indulgences, right? So that, you know, that, that big piece of pizza, uh, your mom's homemade cookies, um, uh, just, just things of that nature. Right. So anyway, I just find that that works the best. You don't want to be restricted in your eating so much 
but when you have a regimented plan of, of or a regimented uh, kind of program for what you do eat, uh, it does become a lot easier. So, so not just get walking into the, the store and, and, and picking up whatever frozen meal is there or, or, or going out to the, going out and get a, you know, a, a greasy bacon and egg sandwich from, from the deli, like in the morning, it's just, um, it's much easier when you base what you're eating uh, upon like that spectrum. Uh, at least I feel, I mean, Joe, what's your diet like? Yeah. So do good, good insight there. My diet has gone through very interesting changes for sure. Um, so I'll just kind of give like a brief progression and then where I'm at now. So I started uh, when I really started to clean up my diet, cause I used to eat fucking like shit. I would eat fast food all the time, like just fucking, you know, sugar and all this greasy shit, like processed foods, like was feeling just would just fuel my body horribly. And then uh, once I started to get my life together, so to say, um, and I, I really started to get my diet together, Mark Devine, he was the guy that really inspired me to get my diet together. And so I started with the paleo diet. So for those who aren't familiar with paleo, I mean, I'm sure you are, but just to say here, basically paleo is uh, as natural as possible. And then you are not having any dairy, um, any, um, any like refined grain or processed grain. Um, so no white bread, no pasta, none of that stuff, no added sugar, um, minimal fruits, um, but still having fruits in your diet. Um, and then, you know, focusing on meats and fat, healthy fats and, um, and, and complex carbs. So that's paleo. It's basically like the caveman diet, right? Um, it's supposed to emulate what the caveman, and I, you know, I did like, that was a diet that really, really helped me. And I did that diet strict, um, with no cheat meals for about like four months. Um, and, uh, I don't advise that for everybody. I also did it as like a mental toughness challenge like to see like my resolve and like hone my discipline in because like, let me tell you, man, I still craved ice cream. I craved like pizza. I craved all that stuff, but I wanted to see like how far I could go without going that and building that discipline in myself and like that restraint, which you talked about Ryan in one of our last episodes, building that skill of restraining really, really helped me mentally um, as well as physically as well. Like I felt so much better, had so much more energy. and was feeling good. But then honestly, like with paleo, like as great as I felt, I was hungry a lot and I actually would overeat. Um, and I would way blow past my calories. I never tracked calories when I was doing paleo. Um, and I gained a lot of weight, gained some fat. Um, so then I was like, you know what? Like I need to be less hungry. So then I did keto. And for those, obviously everyone probably knows keto, but it's basically very similar to paleo, except you can have dairy and it's more so like your macro is, I don't know if this is the exact thing, but it's like 80% fat, like 20, like 15% protein and like, you know, even less carbs, but let me actually just explain. You mind if I explain that the science behind that real quick? Yeah, hit it. Yeah, so 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 keto is uh, your your body in general. Uh, it, it's it's preferred form of energy. So energy is is either uh, derived from fats or carbs, right? So your body's preferred form of energy is carbohydrates, which is in the form of blood glucose, but uh, glucose rather. Um, but when you're when you're in the keto diet, um, you shift into ketosis and you produce produce ketones through consuming mostly fat for your energy. So um, that's like Joe said, that's about 75, 80% fat, 20% um, uh, protein or so, something along those lines. And then, you know, very, very minimal carbs, I mean, just from your like cruciferous, uh, what's that word? Cru cruciferous? Yeah. yeah. Cruciferous vegetables, uh, broccoli, uh, things like that. But obviously you're staying away from bread, all of that kind of stuff. And, uh, and yeah, keto's, keto's fantastic. I mean, I'll yeah. go into that in a sec, but yeah, keep, keep going, Joe. I, I love keto and, 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 I like keto for two reasons better than paleo. 
number one, I keto is, um, it, it kept me fuller for longer. So I wasn't overeating and I actually cut a lot of weight on keto. Like not, not necessarily because like I was doing keto, but like I also became more conscious of my calories, um, and everything like that, but I felt fuller. So like, I didn't, I, I didn't feel like eating a lot. So I cut a lot of that, but I love it. This is the reason why I like keto, not for the weight loss. Um, not for like the foods you get to eat. I like it because it's such a good way to sustain your energy because, one of the things that really fucks with your energy is spiking your blood sugar. So when you have carbohydrates or you have sugar, especially even in fruits, like I'm not even talking just like candy and shit, like, you know, even some like high uh, glycemic fruits, such as like bananas or um, dates or any of those things, like they spike your blood sugar. And like, that gives you that like sugar rush, quote unquote, but then you crash and like you, it's hard to focus. Like you feel sluggish, you feel tired with keto. I always felt like I had sustained energy, not just because my body was burning fat. Like, yeah, that was one part of it, but because my blood sugar was relatively stable. And I loved that. I thought it was great. Um, it was amazing. Um, but then I had to switch again because um, I started ultra running. And, um, exactly. I just, so that, yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, I, that, that just brings into terms like, like when are these diets appropriate? So, so keto in, in, in my professional opinion would be most appropriate when you're trying to, uh, shred, shred fat, uh, maybe build, build some muscle, but, but you're really just trying to lose that weight. If you're trying to gain weight, if you're trying to, uh, run, uh, endurance races, things like that. I mean, those goals do not align properly. Yeah. Um, keto is definitely not the best diet in that circumstance. But yeah. if I'm trying, for example, if if, I, if I'm in a cutting phase, um, I'm going to combine like so, so, some intermittent fasting with keto, like to to shred down the best I can. I yeah. think keto is probably one of the best, if not the best diet, uh, mm-hmm. for for maximal fat loss in like a short oh, yeah. period of time. But one issue with it is that it, it's 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 not inc- incredibly sustainable. I mean, it, it's 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 possible to do, you know, you, you can sustain it for a fairly long time, but it becomes difficult, especially if you're traveling or in certain circumstances to maintain that strict 80%, 20% boundary. So yeah. that's just, that's definitely one, one thing that I've uh, observed about keto. I mean, n- nonetheless, it's totally great though. So for sure. Yeah, totally agree. And that, and that was the thing too, like this, this, this sustainability is really hard because I was also traveling a lot. Um, so it was really hard to find like keto options when you were kind of on the run or in the airport or anything like that, or bring like, you know, transport items. And it's expensive too. Like, it's like, usually you're eating like jerky and, you know, nuts and those aren't cheap items. And so, you know, I was just like, eh, like, like that too. But it was mostly the ultra running thing that got me to change. Cause I was like, I need more carbs to fuel myself. If I'm running fucking 20 miles a day. So then I switched to Mediterranean, which I actually started when I uh, did seven that's, hard and that diet I think is probably the most sustainable because it's it's very clean basically the only things you can't have are like processed meat um, processed food basically uh, refined carbohydrates and um, uh, vegetable oils and uh, sugar so like in candy that's so actually up. been voted the most uh, popular and sustainable diet for numerous years in a row yeah um, by, I don't know like the American Heart Association something like that one of those one of those big brands but um like incredibly popular diet uh, uh, in, I mean, all over the world. Yeah. It, and it, and it is really sustainable. Like, you know, I, I could have carbs, like it, it was great. Like I got to eat still have my meats and everything. And honestly, like I've like athletically, like on the Mediterranean diet, I've never been better. And of course too, like, 
it comes with the training as well, but like, I feel good, like all this stuff. I will say like, I definitely crash a little more on it. Um, cause I think like, you know, I, I'm eating more fruits and that like definitely spikes my blood sugar at times like that, but it's a trade-off for me that I'm making. Like, I was like, I'd rather have, you know, those crashes and, you know, have to drink like, you know, maybe one or two extra cups of coffee. Um, but I want to perform well in my races, like, cause that's, what's important to me. And that's, that's in the end of the day what's the best. And we're, we're going to talk about that in terms of like how to determine what your diet's best for you. But even though I've gone through all those diets and, and right now, so I just finished 75 hard just to kind of finish up where I'm at before I get into that is I'm still doing Mediterranean, but I'm actually shifting a focus more towards whole foods. So, um, single food, single ingredient foods. So, um, fruits, um, veggies, no, like pro like trying to really minimize protein. Just like layers. it sounds chicken, yeah. beans, exactly. rice, but, that's you it. Know, the whole yeah. nine yards. Yeah, because because it, it's I, I read the book recently, uh, Finding Ultra by Rich Roll. He's a vegan. I I just don't think I, I like meat too much to really kind of go into the vegan thing. And I'm sure you can talk about that, Ryan. But um, yeah, I I just didn't want to do it. But I felt you know much more energy than I've had in the past. Now, even though I've gone through all these diets, there are some things that I think. Um, really apply. So number one, we're going to talk about like the diet that's right for you is the diet that fits best with your goals and your lifestyle, right? That's number one. And if you train a lot, you're training as well. So yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that that fits into that. So that's number one. Number two, though, you also got to think about is how your body reacts to food. Because like, you know, if you like really can't eat wheat, like then don't fucking, you know, include that in your diet. Like don't, don't feel like shit. Like if your body can't process a certain kind of food, like some people's bodies can't even process like red meat as well as others or eggs as well as others or anything like that. Like, and it's different for everybody. So when someone goes out and says like, I'm doing like a carnivore diet and like, you should try it. Like, because it's amazing, but your body can't process that food. Like, just don't do it. Like, I, I know it sucks. Yeah, like you really indulge yourself depending on how severe of a reaction you might get and how bad it debilitates you. But that's also another factor to come in too. It's not just sustainability, but how your body reacts and everybody's body reacts differently to that. So, um, and that could just comes with trial and error, or you can do a food sensitivity test, which I haven't done, but I'm about to do because I've been having a little bit of funky gut issues. And honestly, I don't want to go through the time of eliminating, but anyways, that's another day. But number three, even though I've gone through all those diets and even though those first things are true, I think that there are, there's basically one thing in your diet that everybody should minimize to the fullest extent, no matter how much you fucking, no matter like how many foods you can or can't have or how sustainable it is fucking added sugar, man. Like that. Like there is no one who's going to say, oh yeah, added sugar is good for you. No one's going to say that. That shit is horrible for you. It's led to so many diseases. It fucking fucks up your head. Like it makes you, your energy just go out the fucking door. So whatever diet you do, like if you're feeling like shit, see how much sugar you're taking in during the day. And not even that, check your fucking labels of the food and see like all the sugar that might be hidden in there because there's sugar in almost every single fucking food that you see that in the middle aisles of the grocery store. Um, and you got to be really conscious about that. And that is like, my really strict thing is like, you know, yes. And, and I stay very clean six days a week. Um, and then Fridays are usually my cheat days. And then now I'm making a new rule since I have a girlfriend. Um, whenever I go out to eat with her, if I'm, if I'm not like training for something or what, or I should say not training cause I, I am training for something, but if I don't have anything important, like the next day or whatever, like I'm going to, you know, have the shared experience of the food with her because food to me is also shared experience and I don't want to restrict myself when I'm out on a date with my girlfriend. So anyways, that was a long kind of rambling thing, but honestly, like if you're going to make one change to your fucking diet, 
just limit your sugar intake for sure. Joe, so I mean, I, I totally love that. The, the, the number one, or maybe even tied for number one, which I'll get into in a sec, um, most detrimental thing you can do to your health is to consume way too much added sugar. So that's literally found in, in, in almost everything. I mean, bread, uh, obviously soda, um, some all processed foods are going to have some uh, amount of sugar in them. But I mean, the second thing that if there, if there would be two things that I would tell you to completely avoid or to do your best to avoid uh, in its entirety is, is added sugars. And number two is uh, inflammatory oils. Mm. So um, uh, vegetable oils like canola, uh, soybean, sunflower, all those rancid oils are, are incredibly processed oils that, that just mess up your gut, your digestive system, um, your, your entire body. They, they create a lot of inflammation like all throughout your entire system that your body is just not a fan of. Uh, the, Why so, is that? So, so the, 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 it's because the fact that they're, they're, they're massively processed, that, that's one of the major reasons. But because, so for like example, olive oil, extra virgin olive oil is very natural, um, uh, has polyphenols, which I mean, it's a whole other conversation. But um, uh, the, these oils are just super processed. Uh, they're, they're, they're high in omega-6s. Um, which is which is something that leads to inflammation and inflammation in your body. Too much inflammation leads to a lack of uh, imbalance of homeostasis, fucks up your whole body. So um, there, there's good inflammation and bad inflammation, obviously, and then consumption of all those oils just lead to bad inflammation. So I mean, stick to your good oils. It's your coconut oil, some avocado oil, maybe the best thing, debatably the most health, the healthiest food you can eat is actually olive oil. So sometimes I literally just have, I mean, I always have olive oil on my salad, extra virgin olive oil, a little salt and pepper on there. Um, and, uh, sometimes I'll just like take a tablespoon of olive oil in the morning. Wait, are you serious? Yeah, dude. Olive oil is, is one of the healthiest foods you can eat. Shit. I didn't know you just fucking, does it taste good? Uh, not, not really. No, but it's, it's, I mean, sometimes I'll mix it in something, but, um, but yeah, so just limit, limit that sugar and and limit that intake of, uh, inflammatory oils. But yeah, that's, that's definitely my take on that. What do you have to say about vegan? Dude, vegan is vegan is something I've done. I've done vegan. I actually did vegan after watching Game Changers uh, about I don't know almost a year ago at this point, probably eleven months. Um, so in the vegan diet, um, you lack a lot of like essential uh, vitamins and minerals, like vitamin B twelve, for example. Um, you're not getting a lot of vitamin D. You're not getting a lot of iron, which is fa- iron's found in things like uh, red meat, egg yolks. Mm. Um, uh, you're also like the, the protein isn't as great, obviously, whenever someone thinks of a vegan diet, they think, oh, where are you getting your protein from? And right. then the vegan is going to say, oh, well, there's plenty of protein in plant food. Get the fuck out of here. There's really not a lot of protein in that diet. And um, my, my issue with, uh, I mean, my issue with, with vegan is because to, to live a healthy vegan, live in a healthy vegan diet uh, sustainably, you have to supplement like pretty heavily. Mm-hmm. And like that, it doesn't really make sense because why don't you just eat a normal diet with whole foods. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you will have to take a B12 supplement, which is uh, B, uh, B12 is, is not often found in plant foods at all. Like it almost is completely lacking in plant foods. Um, uh, in, in some form of a supplement, you'll have to take it. And uh, otherwise you're going to feel lethargic, weak, tired, um, fatigued. Uh, same deal with iron and then protein. I mean, that's why they make vegan protein is huge or, or, or plant-based protein is huge because you're not either going to get a pea protein, pumpkin seed protein, all sorts of things like that, because you're not really getting that much protein. I mean, you can get a lot of protein from tofu, things like that, but then that also messes up. Um, that also correlates with, um, uh, uh, like, a increase in estrogen levels, which is mm-hmm. also not what you're looking for. 
um, especially if you're a male and you like to, and, and you, and you're trying to build muscle. So it's going to be counterproductive for that. But um, finally, the last thing that, I, that I'm not a big fan of, of the vegan diet is uh, the fact that a lot of these things are processed. So a lot of these things that the mm. vegan world is feeding to you uh, is actually just massively processed garbage. Yeah. So for example, Beyond Burgers, and I'm actually yeah. going to do a post about this on my Instagram, um, Beyond Burgers are, are made of pea protein, rancid oils, and, and a bunch of preservatives, right? Yep. So, so that's, that's not something that you want to consume once or, I mean, even every day for dinner. I mean, I know a lot of people that, that are vegan that'll tell me, Oh, I had, I had a beyond burger. I had a veggie burger for dinner. Like, dude, like if you, if you have that seven times a week, guess what? It's just as detrimental to you of that any more so than more so than any meat will yeah. ever be. Oh, I think it, I do it, it is way worse than a grass fed burger. Like it's a beyond burger is, be, is, is beyond unhealthy, like it's relative to a grass fed burger. I mean, yeah, I, I, I was putting it lightly for everybody that is going to freak out on me on this podcast. Uh, people can freak out on me. They can, I'll, I'll take the fucking heat. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm just messing. But um, I mean, like, uh, as far as uh, digestive health and um, uh, energy levels on, on the vegan diet, I've also done that. Those are pretty solid. Mm-hmm. I, felt, I, I felt decent. But I mean, honestly, like I, I, was, craving, I was craving meat. I was craving uh, the, 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 the protein I, I just the the foods that don't eggs the the foods that i'm not getting on a, on a vegan diet so that's my take on a vegan diet if you're going to do a vegan diet make sure you research it a lot don't just say hey i'm trying to be healthy and i'm going to do the fucking vegan diet because everybody does it because that's going to shoot put you down the wrong road i can promise you that yeah no i agree with that 100 percent. and it's and to kind of go back to the point that i mentioned where it's different for everybody so again i, I mentioned this book a few times um you know, even on this podcast and this episode and another one. But anyways, what I was saying with, with finding ultra is like, he was really unhealthy and then he switched to like a whole foods plant-based diet. So basically whole foods, vegan diet. And for him, it really worked. He found it sustainable for him. He found that his body reacted to it. He was able to like complete ultramans and like do all this like crazy endurance races, but that was for him. Now, just because, you know, Ryan and I, we don't agree. I don't, I don't like the vegan diet. Like Ryan doesn't like the vegan diet. It's because we don't like it. Doesn't mean that you're not going to like it. And doesn't mean that it's going to be sustainable for you. Like Ryan yeah, you said. You have to experiment. Exactly. Exactly. You, you Ryan, have to figure out what's right for your body. Right. Exactly. Like Ryan was like, yeah, you got to supplement on it, which like I would fucking hate that. I'm sure Ryan would hate that. But if you're fine with that and you can roll with it, like go ahead, like be my guest. And, and this, I think this is a good segue unless you wanted to say anything else about stuff, but it's a good segue into like, finding out what diet's best for you. Like number one, I, I think the diet that's best for you is the one that you tried out for yourself. Because I, I think if you, if you say that you haven't tried a diet, like it's really, it's really hard to like, you know, think that it's not going to work for you. Like I've never tried vegan personally, but I just know myself and my food preferences and everything like that, that like I haven't found the need to. Yeah, but vegan now, not fun to, to do for a long period of time. Yeah, like I you, I'm, I'm just saying because I know you. I know you wouldn't like vegan. Oh, I'd fucking hate vegan, dude. I know, I know it. Um, yeah. but that being said, if something shitty happens with the current diet that I'm on, or like my health starts to deteriorate, I'll be open to trying it. Like, I'm not gonna. I, I don't totally write it off, but right now I'm just like, I don't think it matches up with my lifestyle. I love meat. It works. Like the diet that I'm on works for me, so I'm gonna stick with it. And like that's why I moved on to like a bunch of different diets is because you know paleo was great, but I was hungry, so I was like, all right, like I'm gonna try keto. I'm just gonna try it out. Liked keto, but then I was like, oh, I gotta run. Like your life situation changes and everything exactly. like that. Like Match your goals up. change, right? So 
you got to be flexible in not only like the foods that you eat, but also the diet that you stick to based on the goals that you have. Because the reality is, you know, you change preferences, you change your lifestyle, you like different, different strokes call for different, you know, diets, right? I don't, I don't know, but that's, you know that's fair. You, we, 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 we can coin that. Yeah, but we can coin that shit. Um, but yeah, that, that's my thing. So like, if you're like saying like, oh fuck, like you guys are talking about a lot of diets, like which one works best for me? Try, try something out and like reach I, out to me and, 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 and Joe too. I mean, yeah. And, and we'll, 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 we'll give you another breakdown, but it's just like, you, you do have to try it. And, and it depends what your goals are. If, if you're a, if you're a bodybuilder, I probably wouldn't recommend doing a vegan diet. Right. But I mean, I mean, I, that's that, in a professional recommendation, I wouldn't recommend eating a vegan diet. I mean, maybe keto, uh, maybe Mediterranean, uh, maybe paleo, but probably not vegan. If you're an ultra runner, I probably wouldn't recommend keto. Yeah. If, if you're a, um, if, if, uh, again, if you're, uh, uh, an ultra endurance athlete, I, I wouldn't recommend something like intermittent fasting, which I'm going to talk about in a few minutes, but yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it all lines to your goals and like the reason why, again, that leads to fulfillment is because not only do you get to achieve those goals better, but like you, you feel, you feel damn good doing it. What'd you say? I said you feel damn good doing it Yeah, when you can achieve those goals on a good diet, you know? For sure. For sure, man. And, um, yeah, so I think that's number one for sure. And like, uh, anyway, um, the, the, the last diet that I wanted to touch upon that I've done that I actually enjoyed a lot. You can hear me, right, Joe? Yeah, I got you. All right, sweet. Um, the last diet that I, I mean, huge fan, absolutely huge fan. Uh, like we said though, like based upon what you're doing, so I wouldn't necessarily do, do this, uh, if I'm trying to, trying to bulk and gain weight or, or if I'm uh, running a long distance race, something like that. But uh, that's intermittent fasting. So intermittent fasting can be done in a few ways. You can do 24-hour fast, do 18-hour fast. You can do the 16-8 method. 16-8 is what I found uh, most useful uh, with the implementation of uh, one 24-hour fast per week within that uh, 16-8 uh, time schedule. So you're doing, you know, you're doing three days, 16-8, which, which is uh, 16 hours uh, no eating, only like water, black coffee, things like that, maybe some amino acids. Um, and then eight hours of uh, weeding, uh, eating window, rather, sorry. And then um, once per week, doing a full 24-hour fast. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think it's totally great for weight loss. It actually, studies show that it actually increases metabolism uh, in, for over short periods of time. Um, it's good, good for your insulin levels and uh, hormones. Uh, and it actually, it's actually been, uh, studies have shown that that actually causes less muscle, mus muscle uh deterioration, I guess, or, or muscle loss than uh, prolonged calorie restriction. So if you're implementing, wow. yeah, if, if you're implementing um, uh, intermittent fasting, as opposed to just uh, daily calorie restriction, if you're, if your maintenance is like 2000, you're eating like, you know, 1300, uh, intermittent fasting is actually better for that. Wow. So um, yeah. Uh, and then, and then, like I said, I do it when I'm cutting, uh, I, the fat just falls right off. The, the mm. really just right off. Um, Definitely something I, that I really enjoy. And then, I mean, the, I guess the last benefit of um, intermittent fasting would be the, uh, the mental clarity and focus that you derive from it. Uh, when you don't eat, you are very, very, you be, uh, it's, I mean, with the hormone levels, like become balanced and you're actually able to focus a lot better and you have a lot more mental clarity. And also it's just like, you're not wasting time eating throughout most of the time in the day. So that's just a, definitely a huge benefit. 
Mm, interesting. And that, that, that's an interesting one just cause I've, I've tried intermittent fasting and again, it like, it just didn't work with my life. Like, dude, the first thing I like to do when I wake up is eat. Like I just do. Yeah, that's fair, dude. Yeah, I just do. And then, but but like, there's no like science behind that. Like, there's no. I just like to eat in the morning. Like I do. I like to have a full stomach when I work out. Like, and I know a lot of people don't like that, but I do personally. Like, my workouts are better when I have a full stomach. Um, but like, dude, I can't deny the health benefits and the science and like how you feel about intermittent fasting. So it's it's like I'm glad you brought that up. Honestly, I probably should. Dude, be if you're trying to shred, I mean, I'm telling you right now. Intermittent fasting is the fucking move. Oh, it's, I'm sure. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a great, it's really a great program. For sure. I, I can imagine it is. And like, dude, like if I try cutting like one day, like, yeah, I'll, I'll probably do it and take it up on it. But it's just like not my personal goal yeah, right totally now, totally. which is, and, and I'm not saying this to discount Ryan's point at all. I'm like the, the one thing that we want you guys to take away from this is that like you got to find the diet that works for you and for your goals. Now, now we've hammered that point to fucking death on this podcast one thing that i'm curious to hear your opinion on is and your viewpoints on are like counting calories and restrictions and like when to cheat because like those things are so they when people think of diet they think of something that's a struggle they think of something that's like restrictive and like i you know make it a lifestyle bro that's what when you view it as a diet um uh, it's going to be hard to to stay on that path. It's going to be hard to, uh, keep eating that way. You know, I mean, it's, it's just, you, you have to, uh, really make it a lifestyle. You have to enjoy what you're eating. You have to yeah. just be a huge fan of it. I mean, there's, there's no other way to put it, you know? Right. Exactly. And I, I, you know, and I count my calories and like, I'm not going to lie. Like sometimes it is pretty stressful, of course. Cause you're like, Oh fuck. Like I'm hungry. But like, so you do count calories. I count calories personally, but like, I don't, but the thing is like, and it depends, like there was like one point where I was really cutting and I was focused and that was my goal. My goal was to be in a deficit. I remember I was like, I'm going to be in deficit for like 60 days straight. And I did, and I did it. And honestly, it sucked. It was horrible. Um, but I lost 15 pounds. So it was yeah, great. Yeah, nah, um, dude, that's what, when it you worked. go to bed hungry, bro, you know, you're doing something right. Yeah, you're trying to lose weight for this. You know, yeah, like, you're trying, you're yeah, hungry, exactly. there's something to be said for that. You just fat fucking melts off. Yeah, exactly. Um, the reason why I count calories now, though, is because um, I, I just know myself and my tendencies. And I've kind of talked about that as like, if I just eat like for some like, because I ultra run, like I'm hungry so much of the day, like, I, like, my body's burning so many calories. And sometimes like, I, I eat very fast. And it's something that I need to work on definitely like eat slower and everything. Sometimes like, like, I'll eat faster than like my hunger is able to satiate and I'll actually overeat. And like, I don't, I don't want to like gain any extra weight because like as a runner, like obviously extra weight, like it's going to slow you down. So like, I, I try to do it not to lose weight, but like to at least stay on, um, you know, in, uh, like parity in terms of like calories burn calories yeah. in, but if I'm really starving and like, I know that if I eat like something else, it's going to put me over. Sometimes I'll just do it. I'll just say, fuck it. Cause I, cause I know that number one, like I don't want to restrict myself, but number two, like I'm going to probably burn it off later down the road. Now that's just like me and knowing myself and everything like that. So I personally like counting calories. I don't count macros. Um, I used to, when I was trying to bulk, um, I was counting protein. Um, but I, I don't really count macros. Um, but anyways, back on your point in terms of like restriction, like I so wait, 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 wait. That's that that that's interesting, Joe. Um, so, sorry to interrupt you, but, but you, you, you just said that, and I had to hop on it. Being a yeah. being in the in, in the fitness space, 
Um, so you're, you're counting calories, but you're not counting macros. And those macros make up those calories. So there's nine, nine uh, calories per gram of fats. Fats have the most calories. There's four calories per gram of carbs and four calories per gram of protein. So when you add all those things up, that equates, that, that equals your calories. You have eight grams of protein. That is 32 calories. Because okay. eight times four, there's four calories per gram, and, 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 that, and that's how you count it. So, but I'm just curious, how does that, how does that, how does that work? You kind of just eat, eat whatever until you hit the calorie amount that you know you're supposed to be eating? or. So my, my rule is I, I only eat when I'm hungry. So... Um... I usually do like, so I'll eat when I'm hungry and I'll track it. So like, you know, every time I get, like if I wake up, in, I always eat in the morning though when I wake up, like that's just kind of like a rule for me. Like I just know I just do better. I function better. I think better. Like if I just eat in the morning. So I wake up and I eat right away. Ever since now from then on, the rule is only eat when you're hungry. So like if I'm not hungry, like at a certain time that I usually eat every day, I won't eat. And so I track my calories like that way. Like whenever I'm hungry, I eat and I track, track, track. When I find myself getting closer to that, um, the amount that I burn for the day, um, I start to, you know, maybe just like drink a little more water or like, you know, not try and eat as much. Like I try to like pare it down a little bit, even though I'm a little hungrier or something like that. And then like, once I get closer towards the day, I'll start to move towards, you know, like the parity number. If I'm a little hungry, like I'll stick close to it. Um, but like towards the end of the day, tends to be more of like a guessing game. It's like, if I'm like starving and I've already hit my calorie things, I'll usually eat. If I'm like really, really full and I still have like 800 calories, like burned off for the day, depending on like, if I've gone over or not, like over the past few days, like I'll say like, well, I'm hungry right now. Like, and I've went over for like the past two days. So might as well just even it out and I'm not hungry. Not so I'll be fine. But like, if I like know that I've been like really down on calories and I got a big run coming up, like then I'll just I'll, I'll go right to parity because I know that I'm going to be in a deficit the next day. So it's like kind of like just knowing my schedule and just got knowing it, like what, what goals need to be fit. There's like no, like, it's more like an art than like a science. Um, but it works for me and it keeps me happy and everything. And like, I think, um, you know, you, you just got to do what's right for your lifestyle. And like, dude, like, honestly, like, again, I say that I stay really clean six days a week. One day I kind of have a fuck off day. And then like, whenever I go out with my girlfriend, it's going to be like no holds barred. Um, but I probably won't have as much sugar unless it's my cheat day. Um, that's the one thing I'm very, very strict on. Like even, even on my cheat days, I limit my sugar. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it's just like that art, but don't, don't restrict yourself too much. Like give yourself a little bit of a cheat day, but giving yourself a cheat day doesn't mean like go fucking ham on that cheat day. Like, unless like you've done something like 75 hard. You're going to feel like got, shit when you do it anyway, dude. You know, yeah, like, yeah, that's what you got to think about. Right. Because you, everyone knows the cycle is like when you restrict too much, you binge um, and all that shit. And so, um, yeah. Totally. Yeah. I mean, and then, so, so, so you don't, you, you count calories. Um, for me personally, I, I get like a, like a relative range. So, so like I said earlier, I mean, I'm, I'm more of a flexible dieter. I like to kind of eat how I like to eat, um, not restrict myself too much, but just focus on a few key points. And a few key points, uh, one of the main things is uh, protein. So like I make sure that I'm eating about 0.8 uh, to one grams of protein per pound of body weight. Uh, and that's going to pack, uh, keep that lean muscle mass there. That's going to, uh, that's going to keep me feeling good. And that's going to keep me progressing in my, in my lifts and my strength, uh, 
keep me in that, in that muscle building state. Um, so, I mean, that's definitely number one. Um, and then number two is, is like I said, like the, the, the basis of flexible dieting, dieting is eating what you want when you want. So I, ne- I do not track calories at all. Zero mm. percent. I wow. just eat intuitively. So like I, I know relatively how much calories are in certain foods and, uh, and, and I just go from there and I eat, I never, I never stuff myself and I never, I, I don't really, I don't eat when I'm uh, full, you know? So I, I just, or I don't eat when I'm, when I'm not hungry. So it, it just works out. There, there's right. no reason to, uh, I think that it promotes an unhealthy relationship with food. Yeah. If you, if you strictly track your calories. Mm-hmm. And that's why I tell a lot of my clients too. It's just, there's, there's, there's ways around the system that you can still make just as much, about as much progress. I mean, give or take what, two or 3% if you're not strictly tracking your calories and you're, and you're so much happier and you're so much more fulfilled in that particular diet. So, so like, what's a way to like get around that? Well, like I said, it's, it's actually like, I, I create uh shirt, like spreadsheets and stuff of like, you're, you're, you're getting to know how much uh, uh, cal- uh, calories are in certain foods and certain macros are in certain foods. So like four ounces of chicken is going to be like 25 grams of protein, right? Right. Uh, one egg is six grams of protein, four grams of fat. Um, uh, and, and then, like I said, sticking to that protein number. So you're staying with 0.8 to 1 uh, uh, grams of protein per pound of body weight. So like I'm 175, 180 pounds, like the least I'm going to have is about 130, 140 grams of protein in a day. On a good day, I'll have 175, 180, you know? Yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. And I think like it also, like, dude, I just, I, I, I just play it out of my head. Like, if I if I've had if I if I woke up and had fruit uh, for breakfast, I mean, and then I had some oatmeal, and then I had some uh, potatoes and and uh, and cheese or something like that, I'll be like, hmm, like definitely short on protein for the day. Might as well have a bunch of eggs and uh, some chicken and steak for dinner, maybe. You know, like you have to balance it out, and it, it comes to be that point where you want to be at about. I mean, personally, I like to to be um you know like thirty percent protein maybe 40% carbs, 20% fat, or vice versa on the fat and carbs. But I'm always sticking to about 30% protein. Yeah, no, I like that. I like that a lot. And you understand was, what I'm saying though, right? Yeah, 100%. And the one thing that I've always respected about the carb, carb or car, carb, the, the macro diet, I don't know why the fuck I said carb, was that like you could stick to macros and like still eat your favorite foods like on the reg. Like, you know, like, and that's fine. Like for me, like I, I see food as energy. So it's, and I, but I enjoy food, man. Like, fuck, I fucking love food. I love good fucking warm ass food. Like, like, yeah. I love food. Like, don't get me wrong. But like, for me, I just, I'd rather fuel my body and like with the endurance events that I am and like, honestly, like struggling with ADHD, like that in and itself, like I have to make sure that my brain's prime or else I'm going to fucking fall off the rails. So like, um, yeah, I, again, it aligns with my lifestyle the best. And that, that's how you find, you know, the diet that's good for you. And like the one that leads to your goals and the one that makes you feel good, the one that gives you the most energy, the one that doesn't make you feel like you're overly restricting the fact where you hate yourself and you shame yourself. And then you go in cycles of binging starvation. Like you don't want that. It's a cycle. Yeah. Yeah. And, and shout out to um, my friend, Kirsten Westbecker. She is, um, I, I, I didn't tell her I was going to say this, but she actually posted a really good post today that I started to think about. She was like, don't call your cheat meals, cheat meals. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. She said the reason why you don't want to do that is because if you call your cheat meals cheat meals, it implies that all your other diet, like, it's not enjoyable. And, the, yeah, and, that, and then you're not going to love it. Ch- dude, I love chicken and potatoes and rice. It's yeah. great. 
you just make it taste good. Put some salt and pepper on there, cook it up. You know, it's just awesome. Yeah. And that, and that's the misconception too. And like, here, here's the thing too. It's like right now, if you're eating shitty, like with, with that diet thing, like um, if you, if you are switching that food at first, that food might not taste as good. But once you start to like cleanse your palate and like literally not have as much of the sweet sugary foods that you've had or all of that like greasy shit, what happens is fresher food starts to actually taste better. Like I can't Dude, tell you the difference time. between like how good a fucking blueberry tastes to me now than like how like meh it tasted to me when I was eating shit like shit. Your, your taste buds completely get rewired. I mean, dude, if I have an Oreo right now, I'll be so grossed out. Yeah. I will be like this. I won't even enjoy it at all. Even if I have ice cream, to be honest, but like, it's just Are the way serious? I am. Oh, but, yeah. It's gotten to that point for me. Like I have my certain kind of cheat meals. Um, you know, like I like, I like chocolate. I like, um, uh, like frozen yogurt, things like that. But yeah. like, uh, I'm just, I'm just not a big, like, like very, very sugary things that are massively processed. Like I just said, Oreos that legitimately grosses me out. My taste buds hate it. I don't like it. Doesn't make me feel good. Doesn't yeah. make me feel mentally good either. Right. Right. Yeah. No. And then that's the whole thing. Like, and I think let, let's end this on this one thing. Cause I think this is a good thing too. It's like, how do you stick to a diet? Right? Like, how do you stick to it? Like, what are the keys to sticking to a diet? Cause I think like people who are listening right now, especially if you listen this far, you're someone who wants to change your life. You want to change your diet. You probably have tried to change your diet, but maybe like you've gone off the path or like cheated, or maybe you have some destructive eating habits. Like I get it. Like I've been there before. Like, dude, like it's interesting too, because so you know, as, as everyone knows here, I, I work for busy gold and, um, this is the first time I'm ever sharing this out in public, by the way. Um, like basically some of the eating habits that I had really would have classified me to have like an eating disorder. Now I don't think I, I really had an eating disorder. I just had like bad eating habits, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah, it makes sense. you know what I mean? Um, yeah. but like, you know, I was, I was eating like a shit ton. And like my excuse was like, I work out so I can like eat as much as I want. Like horrible fucking mindset. Um, but I would just go on these like fucking binges and just eat so much. Now I've never been a fat person, like, you know, knock on wood, um, which has been good. But like, you know, I did gain fat because of that. And in the end of the day, like I felt sluggish and blah, blah, blah. But it was because of my mindset around food, right? Like I, I didn't have a good mindset around food. I didn't have a good relationship. I went to food simply for comfort, like not for fuel in that moment. So I just had to go through a process of just reframing my, my view on food, knowing that like when I'm like, and I even get like tendencies now, like when I'm really feeling like bored or I'm feeling like uncomfortable, like sometimes I'll be like, oh yeah, go eat something. But like, it's just having that awareness and like being like, wait, no, like if I go and eat, like that's just gonna make me not feel like, yeah, it'll make me feel good, but like, it won't give me that fulfillment. Like I need to like go address like the root cause of my discomfort. And once like you address that root cause of your discomfort, you can really assess the root cause of your destructive eating behaviors. Um, now I'm not a specialist in that area, but I can tell you that that is the root cause of all addiction is the, is you trying to get away from discomfort. And if you don't heal that area in you that is creating that discomfort, you're always going to go back to those destructive tendencies unless you actually go and heal that thing. So that's the first thing, first and foremost. And then like number two, like what you said before Ryan, which is amazing, like know how good you're going to feel and like carry that, like be like, like Dude, I, I feel great. I feel fucking awesome every yeah. single time I make a big fat salad with some, with some walnuts and olive oil and salt and pepper. And I just feel great after. So I look forward to it every single time, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's looking forward to that energy. And like, dude, like not even kidding. Like last night, um, 
I was running and like I live right across the street from a McDonald's. And for some reason, I was like really craving McDonald's fries. And like I burned like 1,500 calories yesterday because I wanted a long training run. And I was like, yeah, like I can have these, you know, McDonald's fries and like I'd still be under calories. But I was like, yeah, you're gonna feel like shit afterwards. Like, yeah, so, totally. so I talked myself out of it because I was like, I'm gonna feel like shit afterwards. I don't want to feel like shit. So, yeah, it's just reframing that. Do you have any any anything to add on like that aspect, yeah, dude? I mean, number uh, biggest biggest tips to to sticking to a diet is is just finding a diet you like, finding food you truly like, um, finding times and ways to eat it that that that's good. I mean, I like I like doing smoothies. I like doing salads. Yeah. Um. I don't just like, you know, having chicken and rice, you know, I like to mix things up, uh, different times in the day. Um, I like to, I, I like to, uh, there's a lot of cool new brands that I like rebel. I don't know if you guys rebel nutrition, uh, mm-hmm. perfect bars are great. I just like to switch things up, you know, yeah. like it's, it's that, that's really the, the, the trick is to find what you like, uh, to switch things up, keep it diverse. And, um, while keeping it simple at the same time, you know, and, 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 and that's, and then you'll find foods you like. Try them all. Just yeah. try try all the diets, and then uh, and then you can truly find things that you like. And then you know you won't want to switch. You know you just won't want to switch. Yeah, it's true. That's, what I'm, that's where I'm at right now. I mean, I, I love my diet. I, I won't change my diet for a while. Yeah, I love that, man. And it, and it aligns with your goals. That's like the number one thing. I would say like you want to change your life, like define what you want first. Like and that goes for everything because it goes for where you direct your attention goes where you direct your training in the gym goes to how you eat. It goes to how, what people you interact with. Like if if you don't know where you're at, like, or what you want in life, like that's always step number one to fucking everything. And I hammer that to death because it's so true and it applies to here. And that's what will give you a sustainable diet. One that works for you. One that makes you feel good. And ultimately one that leaves you fulfilled. So Ryan, you want to hit us up with a summary? Uh, all right. Summary. Various different types of diets. Um, we have intermittent fasting, great for fat loss in a cutting uh, when, when you're trying to cut, uh, boost your metabolism, uh, definitely makes you feel great, actually improves your skin too. Um, we have, what else we got? We have keto. Keto is uh, great for energy levels. Uh, there's not a lot of crashing in keto. Um, uh, regulates your whole system. Uh Cause uh, it's the, the ketones as opposed to blood glucose. Um, that's your main source of energy. So your main source of energy is from that fast. That's the 80, 20 level. You would want to do keto in like a cutting state. Um, you'd want to do keto when you're, when you're not uh, training for some, for some long, long event or something like that. Uh, I mean, it, it's also, but it's actually a diet. The, the diet itself is good for uh, cutting or bulking. So that's definitely something to keep in mind. Uh, vegan don't like it personally. If you want to try it, make sure you're educated on it. Uh, supplement correctly. Iron, B12. Uh, good. I, I would definitely get a good uh, protein powder. Uh, like, uh, it's just very necessary on a vegan diet because I don't know where the hell they get their protein from. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, iron, and then um, stay away from those processed foods. I mean, stay away from those Beyond Burgers. That's that, that's that's it's, it's all garbage. I mean, uh, chickpeas. Pumpkin seeds, lentils, beans, uh, every everything in that realm is definitely good for a vegan diet. But vegan diet it keeps your energy levels up, makes you feel clean, regulates your system well. Um, so it's definitely good in that that aspect. Uh, it definitely keeps levels of of inflammation very low. Um, and then I guess the the final final couple things would just be yeah, pick a diet that aligns with your goals. Try all the diets. 
or, or, or don't just adopt a diet that someone says is this is the diet to do. Everybody hopped on keto because they heard about keto is great, but then they realized that keto is not actually good for their body. So you got to test. It's a trial and error. You know, you, you have to test in order to see what works. Align with your goals. And, and there, there is truly no right diet. There is truly no best diet. The best diet is the diet that fits best for you. The best diet is the best diet that caters to your goals and makes you feel good, makes you feel fulfilled. So Joe, that is my summary. I hope everybody gets a good, some good value from this episode. Um, if you want to talk diet, nutrition, hit me up. But yeah, Joe, what do you got? Yeah. Hit Ryan up. I mean, you nailed it, man. You nailed it. Hit Ryan up. Like don't, don't hit me up. Hit Ryan up. If you have any, he's, <laughs> he's the fucking trainer. Hit him up. Uh, he will be much more educated and probably give you a way better plan than I will. Um, so hit him up if you have any questions, but just know that, you know, in the end of the day, like, you know, food really is, is food is life, man. You want to make sure you're eating good food and not feeling bad that you're, that you're eating the way you are. Yeah. Stuff that makes you feel happy, makes you feel good. Yep. And I want to say like one last thing, if you like sitting here and you're thinking like, man, I should probably change my dieting habits start tomorrow. Like I remember like I've, I've wanted to do um, a whole foods, you know, diet or, you know, mostly whole foods because I don't eat all whole foods, but they're mostly whole foods. Now um, I've been wanting to do that for a while, but I've always told myself, I was like, ah, like, I, I don't know the time, like blah, blah, blah. Like all these like bullshit excuses to like last week, like literally one of the busiest days I've had in my life. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go out. I'm going to get a fucking magic bullet. I'm going to get all these fucking groceries and ingredients. I'm just going to fucking do it. And um, I made the uh-huh. time for it. And uh, yeah, it, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was you like, a magic bullet. I'm just going to do it. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, I'm getting a magic bullet. I'm just going to fucking do it. Push it in a blender and just fucking go. And uh, yeah, so it was, um, it's been great, but don't wait on it because best time is now, baby. Best time is now. You don't want to be paying all those fucking hospital bills when you're older. And, uh, you know, you don't want to like say I didn't go for my goals and my dreams because I was tired and out of energy. So I'll leave you all with that. Sorry to talk. The last two things I forgot to mention at the end of the summary, um, uh, two things to stay away from added sugars, inflammatory oils. Yes. Bang, that's it. That's it. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening to this episode of Art Fulfillment. If you have any dieting questions, shoot them over to Ryan. He's at, are you still Rye Wills Fitness or you change it? Uh, I'm uh, Ryan, uh, Rye Wilson Fit, actually. Oh, I'm actually working it. on uh, solidifying like like one name that I want to keep, but Ryan, Rye Wilson Fit right now. Thank you all for listening to this episode of the Art Fulfillment. We look forward to seeing you next week. And remember, create a fulfilling life and a fulfilling diet for yourself. Take care.